and welcome to Cameo, guys. I am your host, Mark Nelson, and as always, I'm joined by Cam. Hello, hello. And sometimes, but he is here this time, Bakesy. How are you, mate? That's one of the nicest intros I've had. Yeah, it's good to be here. <laughs> Again, it's been a while. I can't rip into you when it's like months apart. It That feels disingenuous. It yeah. does. There's no real hatred there. No. It's... <laughs> it's just nice to see you, Bakes. Yeah, it is nice. Um, well, to it's, see me, it, it's lovely to see you too, Cam, don't worry. Um, no, it's, it's fine. Yeah. So, uh, been months again. We had all the intentions to use our time in isolation well, um, but then uni got in the way, but that's all right. Bit of sure uh, you know, personal <laughs> development, it never goes astray. Um, but have we been watching anything during this time? Smashing out any shows, any movies? Any takers? You can go back if you want. Bakes, he can go. He looks uh, raring to go. Well, I think we'd all watch The Invisible Man, but I will, I'll hold off saying my thoughts on that because I think we'll do a podcast about that at some point. Oh, yeah, that was something we were going to do. Yep. Yep, because if I'd watched it, and I was, that was actually quite terrifying to watch. So it was it was tough to get through. I, 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 I have then... feelings about that as well, Bakes. Don't worry. Yep. Uh, Just watch but... it again. That's fine. <laughs> oh, um, TV show I watched, uh, Total Control. Have you guys heard of it? It was on ABC a while ago. It's on iView too. Nope. 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 Uh, it's by Rachel Perkins. So as Nelson would know, the same person that did Mystery Road. Oh, cool. Yes. I only recently found out actually that she only did, she, she did the first TV series of Mystery Road, but the movies and the following TV series she didn't do. So the best one is the one that she's done. And she's also done, so this one, Total Control, uh, it's got Deborah Mailman and Rachel Griffiths. It's like an Australian political drama. So it's about an Indigenous woman in, in I guess, Australian politics. And there's also, now it's quite, um, this story is also within the media a fair bit now because there was a young Indigenous girl's death in juvenile detention. And it kind of speaks about the issues within that community and then trying to get uh, those issues discussed on a larger scale. But there's all little intricacies as well. So... For someone interested in a lot of what's going on at the moment, I think it's well worth watching as an eye view now. So, total control. Just some Ooh. heavy stuff, folks. Yep. Oh, well. Was that it? Oh, there was lots more as well, but I'm not sure. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how much longer we can go for. That's. Uh... <laughs> I'd actually watching some more Faulty Towers as well, and I saw that had been taken down, and I was like, oh, I was actually watching the episode which got taken down as well. Which one got taken down? Like what? Uh, the Germans. But I think it's going to be taken uh, down and then adjusted because there's a, there's a line there which is very offensive. Um, it, it says a word which isn't said anymore, and you're like, I think it's just going to be taken out and then put back up. Okay, fair enough then. Fair. Yeah, yeah. What about you, Ken? Jeez, um, I watched the about two and a bit seasons of Community. I had a week off work, so I watched some of that. That was good fun. Um, I did watch a lot of movies a while ago, but um, committing them to memory now. I watched Killing of a Sacred Deer. That was that was great and particularly, uh, uh, I don't know, very monotone. It's a great movie though. Is that Colin Farrell um, as well? Huh? Was that Colin as well? Yeah, that was Colin. Mm. He's uh, he's much better in uh, in that than this movie. Um, <laughs> That's so I'm sure. Um, I cannot for the li- I I cannot for the life of me remember anything else that I watched, but uh, yeah, that's about it. Nels, <laughs> I'm trying to think. I've, I've watched everything. 
It's been a have you seen have you seen some of the great? That was also something else. Yes, watched all of that because Jess loves her like Victorian era stuff, and I was like, oh, I'll give it a watch. But that show was phenomenal. That's sensational. Yeah, I was. That was yeah, great. Well, Julian bought that. Um, what else? We've been watching a HBO series that I never gave much time called Search Party, and it mm-hmm. stars maybe from Arrested Development. Um, and it's there. It's it's kind of like a satirical take on millennials, um, but then each season's kind of like shifted its genre as the the mysteries unfold. It's very good, very funny, well worth well worth your time. They they mm-hmm. go. One of their friends from college goes missing, um, and they try and track her down, and it okay. all dovetails. It's very good. I don't want to okay. give anything away, but it's it's well worth your time, Bakes. I think you would appreciate it a lot. I think in comparison to the time, the way my time was spent in the previous 90 minutes, uh, anything's worth my time right now. <laughs> to be fair, when I suggested this movie, I said it was going to be bad. Oh, no, and I was all about that. I'm happy to watch a bad movie and talk about it because I'm like, sometimes it's hard to talk about a good movie. I quite enjoy getting to rant about a shit movie because any other negative feelings you have, you can just kind of let out at the time. Oh. Yeah, it's like so fuck you, mum. Nah, it's just get everything out. The only other just... one I want to want to call out because it was actually great. Uh, Will Farrell just dropped a movie on Netflix. Um, oh, was that the Eurovision, Eurovision Song Contest? A song yep. of uh, fire or something. That yeah, was actually been that was Iceland, that was quite he? enjoyable. It wasn't uh, like a laugh per minute kind of Will Farrell movie, but it was. It had some great moments. Mm-hmm. So well worth time. It... And if you like Eurovision, it's got some nice little call-outs that a lot of the um, past winners like cameo throughout it, which I think is quite nice for them. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Does he yell a lot in the movie? He does. The but there's like I'm out. A... no 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 no. It's not like Will Ferrell screaming and shouting. It's like okay. it's more making fun because anytime he gets into real Will Ferrell mode, it's a okay. recurring bit where he keeps running into these US. Backpackers, who he fucking hates. It's it's okay. it's fun. Okay. And him just doing an accent's always fun. Yeah. Yeah, it's a bit of good. And it had Sigil yeah. Ross in it. Well, not the band, but a lot of their songs. Okay. Which is always a tick of approval from me. Anyways, that's my my quick little. I, I remember. I remembered one thing I watched, and it was fucking awful. Oh no. Um. Did you watch? We bought a Z- thirteen reasons why. Oh. I, I, okay, so I don't know why, but Sarah and I just kind of, we had to finish it. We had to finish it. And it was a chore. And I, I, I don't know, it, it turned into a supernatural ghost. It was weird. I don't know. I don't recommend it at all, Actually, so don't watch it ever. In speaking of a good teen show, um, Mindy Kaling's show, The Dropped, was fantastic. Never Have I Ever. So it was a her like big push into just being a, a writer and a producer. Um, so she's not in it at all. So it's about oh, this um, right. Indian girl whose dad passed away the year before. Um, it's very good. For some reason, John McEnroe's the narrator. Really? And, oh, it works. It <laughs> okay. works. Well, another well worth your time. It's on Netflix. What's it's on this Netflix. On? Yep. Oh, okay. okay. And That's actually, cool. while we're here and on the topic of just shows to watch, a show that Jess and I thought would be absolute garbage is Last Comic Standing on Amazon. Oh, God. Oh, yeah, but only... it is 
great. There's like it's uh, it's eight comedians. Becky Lucas is one of them, isn't it? Sam Simmons. Sam Simmons. Frank, in it. Frank Woodley. Phenomenal. So is Frank Woodley. So it's they're in that room for six hours. So it looks like they're going to do six episodes, half hour a piece. Um, there's the yellow card, red cards. It's, it's actually very good. Sam Simmons. I now have to go see his stand up. At one point, to make them laugh, he comes out in a home and away uh, schoolgirl dress. And recounts the tale of when Flathead Fisher slipped a digit in him. And the fact that no one broke is an absolute crime. Trying to um, segue across to something else Becky Lucas was in. Have you guys seen At Home Alone Together on ABC? It's like a little sketch show. I have to say, she's, right. the, only, she's the only comedian in that show that I couldn't stand, Base. Oh, I was more just trying to get onto the show. Don't like okay, her. Sorry. If you don't like you her, that's fine. But Ray show. Martin's kind of like the host of it and just kind of goes to different people who are in isolation at home and what the ways they're dealing with it. If if you need like half an hour just to laugh and just a show you're not attached to and don't need to watch in sequence, At Home Alone Together. That's got... Is it the guy that Ryan Shelton? Ryan Shelton, yes. Ryan Shelton. One of my favourite bits is Ray Martin, who comes up with the invention of uh, soapy pockets to try. If you're out, if you're out and about, you need to sanitise your hands. (laughs) If you don't have hand sanitizer, just walk around with soap in your pockets, duck them in there, and he's like, washed them already. (laughs) Sensational. We we watch it. We try and just watch the Ryan Shelton bits with his brother Jason Shelton. (laughs) Okay, I'm I'm going to spend some time today watching this. Oh, the one where a guy gets, he's like the at-home chef and he gets challenged to like forage for ingredients and he poisons himself. <laughs> yes, like that metallic taste and that's blood. That's blood. And they just, you just can't talk by the end of it. He's only incoherent because he's, his mouth's swollen. Because do you guys have Amazon? Going back to last comic standing? No. No. I will. No. I think we've I used will, our free trials. I will procure a way for you guys to consume said content. <laughs> Because I'd really like you to watch it. It's very good. Okay. <laughs> All right. I did watch uh, season two of Mystery Road as well. Ah, oh, nice. I'll get back Not into a... that, Bakes. My... Yeah. I need to get Jess onto the movie so then we can do the TV show. Okay. Well, either one's good. As I said, season one's the best. Season, one listeners, the best. season one's the best. Yeah. But any Mystery Road's good Mystery Road, in my opinion. And I hate to say it, I think I agree now. Now, if, only, if, only, if only you would watch The Good Place, you son of a bitch. I've seen the first season in a bit. I've finished the first season. Then keep watching. <laughs> I'm good. Oh, I think we're all dancing around the inevitable. I know. No one wants to talk about Artemis Fowl. No. And let's be honest. I think COVID-19 is the best thing that ever happened to this film. Because they Cause it have didn't get dodged, it dodged the fact that it would have absolutely bombed. No, I think kids would love this movie. Oh, I, don't, I don't know. Jess, so the reason I watched this was because Jess has been um, reading the book with her kids. So they're grade five. Um, and she was going to watch it with them on Friday because it was the last day of term. She said they liked it. One kid wasn't a fan. He's like, it took but, 20 years to make this. And I was like, oh, <laughs> Their assessment. Do they like the fact that they're watching a movie, or like the fact that they they liked this movie? Yeah, probably a bit of column A, column B there, Bakes. <laughs> as, I'd be as, pretty as, happy as if I was and watching a movie. Any, at anytime, school. anytime the TV get rolled out, you'd be happy. <laughs> oh, oh, the TV getting rolled out. That goes back. Um, yeah, yeah. VCR. So this film. Well, as Jess has read the book, what were some of the things she'd said going into it? 
she liked the book. The book's a bit of fun, mm. but the we'll, we'll talk about the big elephant in the room when it comes to this film. Artemis Fowl is the villain of the book. That's what I've come to learn the reading entire, about him. Like he's meant to be, at premise, least in this, he's meant to be a villain. The entire premise is he is a child supervillain. Mm. He's super smart. Good surfer, though. Don't fucking get me started on that surfing scene. I made notes about that, and we will talk about it. But the entire premise is, yeah, he's this supervillain that over time shifts to be more of your your heroic protagonist. But he's a little shit. Like that's the whole point of the first book. He fucking kidnaps someone mm. in the in the guise because he knows straight up that his dad's a, a villain. The dad barely appears in the first book at all. I mean, that kind of, it's the same as this movie. Yeah, but like, there's no scenes of them being, you know, oh. you know how it was Colin and the kid, they're walking around, they're loving each other, like life's good. I think his mum was supposed to be alive as well, wasn't she? Uh, we can get into that as well. There's, if you look at a couple of trailers and a couple of scenes, like this film suffered severely from, like, they dubbed the shit out of it. Like the amount of times mouths were not in sync with what was happening on screen... There was a lot of long shots of just dialogue, <laughs> just even, like even, showing nobody. Even in that scene where he like ran into his dad's room, I think in the book from memory, that's the mum. So the mum goes missing at some point or doesn't get sick. I don't know. It's been a long time. But the mum was supposed to be around and not just dead. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, the fact like he's not a supervillain, that's why I cracked the shits at Kenneth Branagh, because he came out and went... Kids won't understand that he is the villain. Mate, there's been eight books that have sold millions. I think the kids get the fucking concept. No, no, no. no. You English Too high twat. Like that. <laughs> I don't even care that it doesn't follow the books. Like, I wouldn't... Uh, it's just a shit movie. Like, mm. but I think it's nothing a shit about movie it works. Because they diverge so much from the books. Mm. Like, you lose the, the, the concept... Because all, all we're left with is this super smart kid. He's a fucking cocky little shit with his little sunglasses. That suit, that fucking, and his like slow walk. Oh boy. <laughs> That's why I said I think kids would love like like I don't know if you're like eleven year old boy or whatever. You're like, oh, how cool does he look? It's power fantasy. Him on his fucking one wheel out in the forest. What a sick. Oh. Little I lad. love that there was all this technology and he was, he's all that kind of stuff, except that his sonnies were just the biggest piece of shit you've ever seen. <laughs> he got him from a servo down the road. That's. <laughs> I like that we've hated this movie so much that we've kind of just launched straight into ragging on it. Well, when it's when it started, I think the first thing oh, we're being spoken to by what was the guy's name? The character's name? Munch. Mo- yeah, and Gad. Yeah. He's being interrogated. We want to know everything about the men you work for. Like, I didn't understand from the get-go who was interrogating him, and I was sick of the, from from that moment. We're just being spoken to by everyone. Yeah, it's you're just getting explained. Like that's all it is. Yeah, exposition, yeah. all exposition. And I also really didn't like that it was Kenneth Branagh who was like the interrogator. Like, fuck off, mate! You've ruined this enough. Don't get your voice in there. Do we? Do we even know who's interrogating him? Just. Someone. MI6, it came up on the screen, didn't it? Oh, I didn't see that. 
as I said before we recorded, I fell asleep four times. So I, 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 I will reiterate what I messaged to you guys. The first four minutes of that film felt like an eternity. And when I checked the time to see how much time had passed, a part of me broke. Like I fell asleep. Uh, I imagine it was during like the most happening part of the movie. And Chantel had bumped me to be like, you wake up and you watch this. I'm not doing this alone. I'm like, oh, shit. I think for, I... for me, like, I lost about 20 minutes. Like, there was just, there's a blank spot. I think I think I'd literally had to go back four times because I missed twenty minutes at a time. Nah, see, I wasn't going to give it that kind of effort. Like, I tried. Oh, you've done us a great service. <sighs> so, do we go through things we liked, disliked, as in just do we do maybe some, just disliked? Do we want to do some trivia? What do we just to ease in? There's no trivia, is there? Ah, oh, there is, but it's not that exciting. <laughs> Did you know Kenneth Branagh fucked this whole film series? <laughs> Colin Farrell shot his cameo in three days. Oh, here's a fun one. That's a bit long. Harvey Weinstein <laughs> was producer of this movie. Oh. And uh, Disney went, oops, we've made a boo-boo here. So it was going to be a, a Weinstein Company film. It was meant to be a long time ago, wasn't it? Like a long time ago. Well, the, movie, trailer the, movie, the movie rights uh, to Artemis Fowl was sold before the first book got published. Mm. And that was a long time ago. It's been in development since 2001. Um, I think Saoirse Ronan was, like, because it was meant to come out, they were trying to get around 2010, apparently, and Saoirse Ronan was rumoured to be playing Holly. And the general reports are they're glad that didn't happen because that's kept her career alive and well. Uh, this is how much you know they fucking just went, let's butcher this film. Colin Farrell's involvement in the film was not announced until March 2020, <laughs> nearly a year and a half after the teaser trailer was released, and three years after filming wrapped. I think that's on his accord, because I do not mention I'm in this. No, but it clearly what means they just the, went, um... let's, let's do three days of shooting, like, two years after they made the film. So did Judy, Judy Dench go from the um, the set of Cats to this set, or which was first, which was second? This first? Either way, she's had a rough trot. Yeah, she's like, I don't care. I'm 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 a ma'am. <laughs> she's too important. She doesn't care. She's like, I got paid for it. She, I got to wear a green thing. Okay. This is this is possibly one of the worst bits of trivia I've ever found. Colin Farrell's suit is Dolce and Gabbana. When the costume department met with him to pin the suit for adjustments, they were shocked to realise the suit didn't need any alterations whatsoever. I reckon it was his suit. I reckon Colin Farrell's yeah, I reckon he's posted that trivia up himself. Just a bit of look how good I am. Yeah, it's just like I'm perfect. Uh, so what did we like? <laughs> I'm just... Is there anything? <clears throat> the actress that played Holly, I quite liked. I thought she was good. Yeah, I, I enjoyed her. She was good. She was... For me, she, for, I was like, yep, you're the best thing about this I movie. I think her and Josh Gad were the only two people in that film trying mm. to do anything. Josh. What know. was the voice? <sighs> it's like trying to be Batman. He's like, yeah, there was yeah. there was the joke about I didn't mind where he's saying like he sounds like a hippopotamus grunting. I'm like, yeah, I... tip of the hat to that. You can acknowledge it. 
Oh, how, how, how about the best line of the whole film? Top of the morning to you. Yeah, the best. Oh. <laughs> there needed to be more Irishness in the movie, I feel. There wasn't enough. What? It was surfing. It was what are you talking about? No, there was not enough. Make it more Irish. There was that random scene at the school where he told the principal that his chair was shit. Watch out. <laughs> what a little badass. <laughs> I don't yeah. know if there was anything I actually liked about this film. No, like I, I just I, I don't know why they I don't I don't know they they made him not hateable or likable. They mm. made him nothing. I didn't give a shit about him. I didn't care what he did. Artemis. He was like do do one way or the other. Make me make him a cool bad guy or whatever he is, or make him a good guy. And they just did none of it. They just like. They had both ways. Um, they couldn't decide. I would have liked them to explore the underworlds, like that fairy world, a bit more. They seemed to introduce it, and I was like, "Oh, what's going on here?" And then that was really bad. It's like, yeah, it's there, but you're not going to. We're not going to explore it at all. It's just going to be there. It reminded me of the Green Lantern world, actually. Mm. I'm not taking the bait. I had, <laughs> I had a bit of many many black about it. Yeah, there was a bit of that. Because he was in a suit and wore sunglasses. Yeah. Never in a suit wearing sunglasses. And the, but the world down beneath with the fairies, because there was a few little other creatures walking around there. Oh, it's a combination of everything there, Nelson. Where, combination where of everything. The, so do the dwarves live down there too? Yeah. Well, there were goblins. Yeah. So they all just lived down there. Yeah, mythical creatures. There was a centaur. That was odd. True. Was there only just one centaur? That and he got the one job. <laughs> Walk around this weirdly CGI map. Oh. Well, there's a few things I've actually written down, a few things I didn't like or didn't understand. Um, so, Opal Kaboy, Kaboy, the villain. Yep. Yep. Um, I wasn't, like, when contacting Artemis, there's a very futuristic-looking device, yet that very futuristic-looking device contacts Artemis's home phone and then at the end of the movie, Artemis is able to call Opal via the home phone again. Because he's so fucking smart. Redial. Redial, had... thanks. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> what was that old number you could do when someone called you and you wanted to call them back? Um... And you didn't have their number? That was a thing. He just used that. Yeah, Star no, 10 he, he, Yeah, Star he, um, 10 hash. 1-800 reversed her. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's just amazing because it looked like something out of Star Wars, like where it's like projecting their, their image as well. And it just calls the home phone. I'm like, oh. I didn't think anyone had a home phone anyway. Well, that's the thing why I found it a little bit funny that Opal was even in the film because that character doesn't get introduced for many books mm. and is like the big villain that gets revealed down the track. I mean, they like, clearly not... thought that they were going to get some sequels. Yeah, well, it's not defeated yet, Opal. So I'm assuming that's why they brought it to her in early. I don't know. Well, Artemis has Opal's number now. They can just get in contact. Discuss that is it. true. That is true. Um... <laughs> I guess that explains my next point because I said literally learnt nothing about Opal as as the villain of the movie. I learnt jack shit about her. Yeah. Yep. Um, the Aculus, it was kind of touched on. It's like you need to find it, but it's actually at the house anyway. Like it's just really convenient. It's just, just there. He's already got it. They kept mentioning it, but they didn't mention anything about it. <laughs> it's just magical. They just kept saying Aculus and then they got it and then Josh Gad ate it. Oh, and that's... Again, more proof that the film was completely, like, re-edited. Because the whole um, point of the book 
is that Artemis Fowl is just stealing the fairy's gold because mm. he's a criminal mastermind and it's more of a heist. Well, I'd learned that was well, in, in the book. Isn't that the reason he stole? Like he didn't steal, but he essentially captured Holly the, to get the information. The it's like, to right, we want to get heist. your gold. Yeah. And he steals all the gold. And in one of the original teaser trailers, there is a shot where you see 50 Oculus things on like a little trolley that they've stolen because that was the fairy gold. And they just went, oh, well, we've got the prop. Jeez. What was the reason for Holly to just go off to the manor? She wanted something about her father, wasn't it? Didn't she want to... See? That's what I didn't remember. I don't don't know. That's that's my mental block. (laughs) She, She just went and got captured. Because she went, she went and had a, a random scene in Italy. Yeah, there was, to, there was yeah, a purpose yeah, but, for her to be there. Yeah, there was a purpose for that. But why did she like not want to go back? The tree. There was something about the tree. <laughs> yeah, I honestly don't recall. I just remember her going there and then getting caught. There was something about her dad. Her dad had left like something at that tree, or there was some relation to it at the tree. It so, was a stretch. Artemis sends Dom to, and let's. We got to talk about the fact that they call him Dom. Dom to stake out the Hill of Tara. Holly, determined to clear her father's name, disobeys orders and flies to the Hill of Tara, where she finds Beechwood's ID tech. Don't remember any of this, but is captured by Dom and imprisoned inside the manor. They didn't call Dom Dom enough. It was always the butler. Yeah, they said butler a lot more than Dom. I feel because that's his name. He's never even called by his first name in the books. They just call him Butler. Like and that, the fact that they had Josh Gad be like, "Don't call him the Butler." Fuck off, movie. Um, but again, that whole then sequence means that they find Holly by luck. Like in the book, it's planned because <laughs> he's mm, a criminal that's mastermind. Very good point, actually, like that, you just stumble across her. Yeah. Yeah. That's why I, I could not remember why she even wanted to go in that area. <sighs> like, how did she know to go there for the tree? Because of her father's case or something. Whatever. Yeah. I mean, yeah. And then we find out in the end that he... Yeah, I don't know. That evil fairy dude, what was his point? He's from the book. Okay. He's just smarmy. Who's working for Opal? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yep. I just felt like he was just angry for the sake of it. I feel like there was he was a character introduced very late in the piece that it's like you should know who he is. And I'm like, I haven't seen him before. He appeared a few well, like, times yeah, in the fairy just... scenes, just in the background lurking. Yeah, he was just in jail, and then Opal's like, "You get out," and then <laughs> and he turned up and it's like, "I'm taking over now." <laughs> I feel like uh, Butler was underused. Just if he is supposed to be like one of the deadliest people in the world, I felt like he they, didn't really get to use those skills. So that troll fight happens in the books, mm-hmm. but instead of you know people just screaming out each other's names and Butler just getting knocked around, he puts on a suit of medieval armor and fights the troll, and it's pretty cool. But for a kid's book, you're like, this is awesome. But no, he had to die. Why was that not in the movie? <laughs> yeah. Instead, I mean, let's got, hang from a chandelier. Like, fuck. I, I just, the fact that he got squashed and then, like, there's no visible things of him getting squashed. He's just, like, sore yep. on the inside and then dies. Yep. 
what was this? I, I struggled to uh, comprehend. So when Holly's locked up by Artemis, eventually um, he takes his sonnies off um, to speak to her. Now, if I'm Holly and I've been shot down, I've been captured, I've been locked up, then I've got the chance to actually use my mind control powers on someone. I don't give a fuck if I can relate to them. I'm going to use them. If for some reason they have this bond in the space of like a day, be like, no, I'm not going to control your mind. We're going to work together. And again, in the book, that's a good scene because that's where you start to see that Artemis is almost putting on his whole criminal mastermind thing. Like he actually has some moral concerns around what he's doing. Like he's captured someone, he's holding them captive, all that shit. Nah, G'day, Holly. I'll just take me sonny's off. Like, that takes a minute in the movie. Yeah. Like, and Holly's just all trusting. Like, yep, yeah, that's fine. They needed to speed it up. And it, it, the movie suffers for wanting them to speed it up. <laughs> There's sorry, no development. Sorry, kids. they do we, then we speed can only it up. And this manner for another day. <laughs> like, doesn't Mulch then join their team? Like, in, in relation to John, he's saying, like, speed it up. All of a sudden, he's in their house and on their team. I had no idea they'd even met. And all of a sudden, it's like, right, we're together on this. Well, I know Holly the troll, met the troll, Mulch. Like, oh, yes, in general. I'll take when that they, back. I'm on board the movie now, obviously. <laughs> when he was going to jail for whatever. But they were like yep. each other's nemesis. <laughs> that was almost implied that she'd put him in jail a few times. Hmm. And now they're friends? I guess. Just because? Just because. Like, right. How old is Holly? Let's 84. Just, let's just say a million. 84. No, no. She was she was eighty something because I remember Jude Dench saying you're only young, and she was like eight hundred and Holly was eighty. Is is there it's a like love was story with Artemis? It's got to be, and Holly. I don't think so because at no. the end of the day, it's still like Thank a twelve year old with an eighty four year old. Yeah. It is wrong. It's wrong. Yeah. <laughs> it's wrong. <sighs> I'm going to see that love story. I'm googling it as well. Thanks. Do Artemis and Holly fuck? Sure they do. It just makes young adult book sense, I suppose. I don't know. What does Judy Dench and Butler go on? <laughs> There's two, I'm not ready anymore. All I know is at one point, Holly's short and he switch eyes, leaving him with one blue eye and one hazel eye. Wowee. It's definitely a love interest because there's questions asked. Doesn't it essentially make Holly a pedophile? <laughs> oh no! Yeah, it's, oh, it's no. Get, I'll, I'll leave it at that. So, so the the other girl that's in the house. What was I? I must have just forgotten. She was Butler's niece, which is right. meant to be his sister in the books, isn't it? <laughs> I didn't even know who she was, and Jess was like, oh, she's she's a thing. I'm like, okay. I think in my brief reading, it's meant to be, he's meant to have a sister. Right. And what was her purpose? She's meant to be very intelligent. Right. All I she did was I think give Artemis was... a sandwich. That's all I remember. What a sandwich Full of nutrition. With a lot of pickles. Well, all I That's know all. is when they introduced her, she was like doing kung fu fighting with Butler. Yeah. Like. Ah. <sighs> When you said that this movie takes place in one spot, I just remembered, I'm like, this has been at that house for 45 minutes. And I'm like, are we going to move? Artemis does not leave the house, other than when we see him at school. At school. He's a homebody. 
Can we also talk about... There's one thing that really got me. They're in this giant mansion with, you know... It's a nice setup. It's, it's a nice-looking house. And yet in this giant kitchen, they've just put one very small table next to a pillar with a TV on it. What happened there? They're, they're learned. They don't need television. <laughs> Who does that? Don't know. I don't know. It really... It actually really bugged me. Oh, Okay. Doesn't look like they fuck bags, but we do have one line on the uh, Artemis Fowl wiki. Mm-hmm. During the time paradox, Holly kissed Artemis in excitement after just saving his life. Ooh. That as far as it got. Damn. Dirty, dirty bird. <laughs> I'm glad we went what down else? that route. <laughs> oh, what else is there? But it, it's not a lot. it all just blends because it's all in the one setting. I don't quite get the the ending. Where do they go in the helicopter? That's not. Why is there a film crew there? I don't team like up a... with, um, his dad. Oh. <laughs> like this, like there's been some bad fantasy movies over the journey. I reckon this is one of the worst. Like Aragorn used to be up there. For those who remember that, with the dragons, I saw it. it's been compared to Percy Jackson. That's getting a TV show that I think will be quite good. Compared to the movie or just generally? Just, it, it's better suited to a TV series. Most books are. Long form entertainment. Mm. Mm. In other exciting news, there's going to be an Animorphs movie. Mm, I'm excited for that, actually. That'd be cool. Well, hopefully. Hopefully it's as fucked up as the books. <sighs> I'm trying to remember what else happened in this movie. I've given up. And, um... I've, I've stopped talking about it. I'm <laughs> Well, all, all I'd written at the end of my notes are things I liked. Holly Short, thought she was really good. Disliked. Uh, we saw more of Colin Firth as a photo than we did acting. <laughs> just got kept flashing to the news report. It was just a photo of him. I'm like, fuck, you got to use it a bit more. I'm surprised it took him three days to film. Yeah. Uh, they had to get his suit fit, fitted, <laughs> that it was already perfectly fitted. <laughs> Not allowed a day for that, obviously. Well, I had some notes. I don't understand when, when they were interrogating Mulch, the movie became black and white. <laughs> yeah. That annoyed me. To show the future? Because all of the movie happened already, and this was after the fact? I then questioned why Artemis was surfing, and then because came to the shocking cool. conclusion that that is not the body of a child on that surfboard. <laughs> and just pasted a very shitty CGI head in. Um, questions around... They claimed that he had cloned a goat. Mm. Yes. Just how? Because he's smart. But what facilities did he use? Um, I have a great quote from Jess in regards to Artemis Fowl's child actor. She just said he's got a nose that looked like it's been punched several times. (laughs) Is this side of Jess we have not heard? It was pretty savage. Please get more quotes like that. <laughs> you like now look the, at the, look the, at a photo of Artemis. Look at him. Look at that nose. That um the surfing opening scene kind of felt like the start of like a nineties movie. Yes, Power Rangers. Power Rangers is the movie where they it, skydive. Yeah, it just sounded. It's it looked like that, and I'm just like okay, again, I'm on board. To, doesn't make him look cool. <laughs> no, it doesn't. Um, none of it makes him look cool. Oh, the one wheel did. 
Yeah. No, it didn't. Yeah. No one no. looks good on a one Nothing. Meal. Nothing. Do we, want, do we want to look at some reviews? Mm-hmm. Should you? Do you want to find a positive one? I don't think I can do that. It's So, it's uh, overall rating. The tomato meter is at 10%. I went up. The audience score is at 20%. Um, a would-be franchise starter that will anger fans of the source material and leave newcomers befuddled. Artemis Fowl is frustratingly flightless. That's fair. That's fair. Let's try and find yep. a positive review. It's a tomato that's positive, isn't it? There's not a lot of happening. There's not a lot happening. The positiveness. Where are the, where are the audience reviews? I don't oh, there's a couple, actually. Okay, okay. Let's see. Really? Just once. Well, I loved yeah, every bit of it. The graphic is really great. The story is captivating too. Five stars. As for pure enjoyment value, our kids, 7 to 10, loved it. It didn't follow the book very closely, but the critics are too hard on it. I don't know what they are comparing it to, but should only be compared to similar target audience movies. Special effects were awesome. If you're watching a kid's movie, expect a kid's movie. I think they, they're um, comparing it to the book, which they said it's not... <laughs> What a Patrick, come on, mate. Their expectation on kids' movies is very low. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, that's too wordy. Someone's yeah. gone on a real rant there. <laughs> yeah, Absolutely no. horrible. It is loosely based <laughs> on the books. The kid is supposed to be snide, sarcastic, clever and rude. Was an overly happy pushover. <laughs> books had a teen to young adult fan base. This movie is for under 10s. It did feel like they were going for that market, trying to make Jesus. him look cool. What a disjointed mess. How are you expected to follow this nonsense? Pointy-eared fairies with bicycle helmets and confusion. Fuck this movie. Jesus, who made this? Kenneth Branagh. Worst movie I've nothing. ever seen. It's all... Oh. Disney just Normally... love to fuck up things at the moment. Normally you do find something that, like, someone goes, oh, it wasn't too bad. Like, that's actually, like, but no, this is all... Great movie. I enjoyed it from start to finish. The actors are great, and they fit the novel description perfectly. An action-packed movie that adults will enjoy, too. Counting the days till number two is out. I think that's written in sarcasm, surely. That's... <laughs> Like, read it, read it in a different tone, and it's hilarious. I don't know. They may die before the second one comes out. Oh, good Lord. Well, Will we there be we, a we second one? We, I doubt it. Mm. Unless it's doing big numbers on Disney+. Plus. I was going to say, it's hard to no gauge. No one else has an option like, at the moment. Yeah, there's no, like, box office or anything. Wow. What a uh, shit show. Uh, uh, I did have a recommendation for this movie because I likened it to a book you might read before you go to sleep. Like you, you just like read a few lines, and you're like, "No, I'm done." Because I feel like the one thing we all had in common is we all fell asleep during this movie, and I, I fell did. asleep at a time I probably shouldn't have fallen asleep at. I just went inside myself. I found a new plane of existence. I think. <laughs> oh, no! Nah, it sent me to sleep, and it would continue to do so. 
I gave it many chances. I went back going, oh, maybe I missed something. Nope. I can't nope. believe you went back. That That's a poor choice. Mm, I shouldn't have. It made me more angry. <sighs> All right. So, Bakesy, would you recommend this movie? As I said, I'd recommend this to someone that needs a good night's sleep and they are struggling to get to sleep and the book I, hasn't worked. I, I put I've... this... This is unwatchable. It's not bad where it's funny. It's just... It's just bad. It's bad. It is just bad. And um, the every time that Josh Gad, like, made his mouth go all big... And then, I, and then shit the excess out. Yeah, that, that... No. Yeah, no. Yeah, I'll give it zero out of five shitty excess. <laughs> this could be your worst rated film. <laughs> I would give it a minus, but that'd be two. All right. What are we... What are we going to watch in about five months' time? Ooh. I can we do something on the wheel? Well, we've done well, we something got on the wheel. We've just got to, yeah, we're oh. going to do our our commentary of Three Ninjas. So those at home can put on the podcast and put on Three Ninjas at high noon and, and watch along with us. I mean... Well, what's, what's left on the wheel? Heaps. Heaps. As in... But shit movie. Well, we've still got to do Invisible Man because I want to know how shit scared you were, Baxi. Because I think I I'll have, be to, I'll have to watch it again because I did not recall. I remember it, but I need a fresh mind. Mm-hmm. A Wikipedia article will be enough for me. <laughs> I'm not watching that again. It wasn't scary though. Okay. The very premise of it. The the, the, <laughs> the scene in the kitchen is scary enough. Yep. Yeah. Fair point. Um, do you want to know what's still on the wheel, Bags? Mm-hmm. Okay. Please. We still have Popstar. Oh, Three Ninjas High Noon is technically still on the list. I've got to remove that. Return to Nims Island 2. Santa Claus Conquers the Martians. Oh, Star Wars Episode 3, Revenge of the Sith. One day we'll get lucky and get to watch that. Uh, Mystery Men. Yep. The Iron Giant. That'll be very good. Australia. That I feel like we need to do as a commentary just so we have moral support to get through the near Three four hours. hours of that. Yeah. Um, and we've kept High School Musical on the wheel bakes, being that any time that it spins to it will be the next in the series. So well, the next one will be the best movie of the series. We, we've got some options. Mm-hmm. Boy, oh boy. I thought there was more. We've gotten through a fair bit on the list. Okay. Well, might have been for one of the first two, just because they're really shit, and I enjoy talking about them. Oh, pop star. Do you do you want to spin the wheel, Bakes? Is that what you're telling me? Mm-hmm. Please. <laughs> I don't even oh, he's got it on the screen. Hey, we are all going to watch it. Got to be pop star. It's pop star. <laughs> it's pop star. Yes. Yes. Around the paps there. I think I need to watch this with you guys, even if we're just watching it on Zoom and not doing a commentary, because I'll struggle to watch this on my own. We'll pretend to watch it on uh, Friday night. I can go to public school, I'm a celebrity. We could could watch it Friday night. We could. Okay. You can see his testophobia. (laughs) I actually really want to watch it on Friday, because Jackson will hate every second of it. 
It's so good. Yeah. It's awful. It's shit house, but it's so good. Awesome. Like, I'm excited. To, I'm excited to finally watch it. Mm-hmm. Oh boy, there's a janitor and everything. <laughs> oh. All right, so let's leave it there. People are like, "What fucking movie are they talking about?" They will find out soon. All right. Uh, thank you for listening. Um, if you'd like to reach out to us, leave any feedback, reviews, comments, um, feel free to email us at cameoguys at gmail.com or you can find us as the Cameo Guys on Instagram. Thank you for listening and we'll see you next time. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah.